guys, this is Michaela. And this is Amanda. And this is Crime in the Dark. What's up? Anyways, hi guys. Hi guys. We hope you guys have been good or bad, but at least good at it. I don't know what I'm saying. I want to start out by apologizing for any echoing. We are in our new pod lab. Yes, and there's nothing on the walls. <laughs> so if it gets a little echoey, we're going to try to fix that and make it sound better before we release it for your ear holes. But yeah, so um, Michaela has a very special episode for us, um, and I will let her explain more. So this is our bonus episode for the month, Whoops. and it is a St. Patrick's Day Irish Mythical Creatures special. Ugh, I'm so excited for this. Being from Irish descent, yeah, totally. It's super I'm very small Irish. I'm mainly Dutch, but... But still, it's there. It's there. I'll yeah. climb you. Right? <laughs> Take me. I, if you look at my sister, she's the one that's man looks more Irish than I do. Yeah. My husband looks more Irish than me. Yeah. And... He's a tall ginger. Yes, he is. <laughs> Very tall, tall ginger. But yeah, so, all right, let's get into it. All right, well, so when this airs, it's probably, no, it's going to be before St. Patrick's Day, so. Okay. St. Patrick's Day is a day of, you know, that green beer drink, and everyone is an Irish for a day, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, everyone tends to claim being Irish. It's true. They have none in them. That's very true. The holiday originates um, more on the porous of the mythical side, but thanks to the Irish soldiers with the English army in America in nine in seventeen sixty two. Everything is nineteen seventeen sixty two. It's kind of hard to like grasp your mind. You're like, oh wait, no, there was a time before the nineteen hundreds. Right? As we're in the 2000s. I mean, make it make sense. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we have the glorious celebration with the taste of the Emerald Isles. Mm-hmm. So let's talk more about those mythical creatures now that we see all over Ireland. All right. All right. Let's well, do it. We're first, I want to talk about the glorious Banshee. Ooh. Yeah. Everyone loves a good Banshee. I mean, that too has... Uh, the Banshee or originated, I believe, in Ireland. It there's is. so many um, versions versions of it. There's so many versions of the Banshee, but it, she re-originated from Ireland. That's badass. And that is why I bring her up. Yeah. So I remember first hearing about her from the lovely TV show Charmed. Ah, I love Charmed. I used to watch Charmed, and then I would watch Supernatural every yes. single day when I was a teenager. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was my favorite TV show. I owned all the seasons. Nice. I watched it when it first aired. Like, the first episodes were airing of, like, Supernatural. I was a teenager. So, not to age myself. But, yeah, there we are. So, yep. anyways. <laughs> so, not... So, she's not actually a ghost and not quite a cryptid. The banshee is something that strikes fear into the hearts of those who hear her cry. Usually given a feminine quality, the Banshee is a harbinger of death, appearing to someone in the house who is about to die. 
The Banshee is thought to be a type of dark fae creature. Hmm. So that's interesting. I like didn't know that part of it, of mm-hmm. her being like the bringer of death, almost like the Grim Reaper. Mm-hmm. But for Irish folk. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yep. That's cool. Already learning but, something new. Yep. They believe that she is the type of fae creature. Okay. Although some believe she is death omen, others believe she feeds on sadness and seeks out those who suffer from broken hearts, which is what you've seen mainly in, like, Charmed. Yeah. Is, like, that's what she feeds off of. Oh, my God. It makes me want to find an episode with a banshee in it. Right? I'm, I've been wanting to. We should restart Charmed. Yes. We could do it. Um, She can kill with the power of her cry, a high-pitched scream that shatters glass and makes blood boil under the skin. She is often described as an old maid... Or a beautiful woman who transforms into a hideous witch. Ooh. The Banshee is never a welcome sight. Well, yeah, it means you're going to die. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Much lore exists about this creature, its appearance, and the reason it hunts the Irish countryside. Best to break out the Bible if you happen to hear the Banshee's cry. Some say the fairy woman, a spirit linked to the realm of dead, and if this spot, if you spot her, you'd be praying for the safety of your family because it was likely that one of them would be joining her in the afterlife. Yeah, the name Banshee is actually derived from old from Old Irish that means women of fairy mound. Hmm. Her name is connected to the various mounds of earth dotted around the Irish countryside known as Tumali. Okay. The, these Tumali traditionally covered a grave or a number of graves and were said to be home to spirits of the dead. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Creepy. See, I didn't know this part. <clears throat> I love it. Little washerwoman comes from the tales of her being sighted washing the blood stains from the clothes of the individuals who were soon to die. Oof. Even if you didn't spot her, the banshee could signal her arrival by scree- screeching, wailing, or kneeing. Kneeing? Kneeing. Her screeching was said to be able to shatter glass. Which is always what are known in her. Given some lore. opera vibes there. <laughs> First accounts. That was horrible. I'm sorry, you guys. I'll see myself out now. <laughs> her first ac- the first accounts of the creature dates back to the thir- to as 1380, and mentions the banshee can even be found in some norm norm lectures from that time. There are also familiar tales of witch-like creatures signaling impending doom in Scotland and Welsh, Welsh mythical mythology, too. Oh, wow. Okay. So there she we is are. also cited in other mythologies. That's cool. Uh, the Banshee would typically appear in three forms. A young maiden often luring people towards her sweet signal, similar to mermaids and sirens. A full-figured matron, and also a wretched crone. So, mother, matron, and crone. Yeah. It's also very witchy. And I wonder if, like, she obviously appears to the person 
like i don't know like you know what i mean does she appear like the crone to, to older people the maiden to younger or you know mm-hmm. it's it's interesting. interesting it says whatever her form she formed she would usually dress in gray cloak and her eyes are permanently red due to constant weeping she was a predator of death and would often appear before someone entering the situation where they are unlikely to come out alive. Like, they wouldn't be alive anymore. That's so sad. Uh, so scary. Right? <laughs> ah, it's one of those things I, would, <clears throat> I want to see a banshee, but I don't want to see well, a No. Banshee. Like, was she trying to die? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I want to, but I don't want no, to. No, 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 no. Uh, there are old tales of battles being abandoned by soldiers because after hearing wailing in the woods just before it tussling with their enemies, terrified by the thought of the banshees signaling their impending death, they would flee. Fleeing soldiers would usually be killed by their enemies or simply by the elements by staying hidden. Okay. So one way or another, they died. The legend of the banshee would just continue to grow and grow. Damn. Shrieks um, from the forest are never pleasant, even in the 21st century, with their rational minds. But when the blood-curdling howl is there to welcome you or our loved ones in the arms of death, you can imagine how the banshee quickly became one of the most feared and featured creatures of Irish folklore. Uh, Fuck yeah. Yep. And nobody wanted to mess with that. Just leave me alone, lady. <laughs> Just leave me alone. Not today, Banshee. Not today. I still think it's just like interesting. Yeah. Super interesting. It definitely is. And then the second one, the very famous, very well known in Irish culture, the leprechaun. Boop, boop. Which I almost called your husband a giant ass leprechaun. Oh, everyone does. Yeah. That's what he looks like to me anyways. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Mind you, my husband is like six foot seven. Something like that. And he's a ginger and he has a leprechaun. Just a giant one. But it's a giant pain in the never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> uh, I found on uh I think it's Peacock or Paramount Plus one of them. Uh-huh. They I was looking at horror movies. And one of them has all of the leprechauns. And I was like, am I doing a marathon? And then I found Saw and I ended up watching Saw. Saw. But (laughs) I was like, leprechaun though for 80s? I mean, that was golden. That shit scared the hell out of me as a kid. I was like, nope, not today, Satan. Mm -hmm. I love the older movies. The older movies are always the best when it comes to scary. Rated. Yeah. yeah. Scare Factor. It. The newer movies just done. Uh, what is it? Puppet Master? Do you remember that one? Yes. Oh, shit. That one. We have to have an episode where we just talk about like horror movies, old school horror movies like yes. that one. And uh, uh, oh, it was called House or something like that. And it was like a super creepy one with the whole demon in the closet thing. And oh, was, I don't think I know that one. I need to find it now. It was super B rated, super fucking B rated. But it was so good, and it used to terrify me as a child. Excuse me, as I crackle, I'm like, ah. I love, Anyways, I love scaring myself. Yes. All right. Anyways, so the leprechaun. The leprechaun. No story of paranormal Ireland 
would be complete without mentioning a leprechaun. Mm -hmm. In the United States, we think of the wee little elf (laughs) dressed in green, traveling a rainbow, guarding their covet of pot of gold or marshmallows. Oh, that gets put into, <laughs> there's a thing over here about Lucky Charms. Oh, sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to steal your thing. <laughs> <laughs> Just a man of mischief map, uh, maker, or is he? These fae-like creatures have been given the modern makeover that renders them quite beckoning, and, but they're actually mean little buggers. They come not from a tree or fae bush, but from the sea where their kingdom originated. The sea? The sea. Huh. They originated from the motherfucking sea. See, I'm telling you. See, see. No, yeah, see, I, we were talking about the ocean the other day. This is why I don't fuck with the ocean. Right. Y'all got leprechauns coming up out of you, motherfucker. Nope, don't want to do it. Right? Not for me. They didn't uh, venture on land to happily grant wishes or those who tried to capture them, leaving the sea probably pissed them off. Legend said, right? I'd be like, motherfuckers, may we leave my home? Motherfuckers. Right, you little assholes. Legends uh, say the leprechauns are a society of shoemakers with the magical powers. They keep to themselves busy and mending and cobbling. To capture one of these uh, creatures is to be granted three wishes exchanged for their freedom. The original characteristics of the leprechaun is that he is more of a trickster and evil little elf who wants nothing to do with the general public. He is rather mean-spirited and enjoys playing practical jokes and unsuspecting on the unexpected. He is soon to hurt you, then to help you. Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe the leprechaun is angry at what watered-down Imagine used to sell something from lottery tickets to Lucky Charms. (laughs) Or the fact that he wanted to go home to the sea, but for some reason can't. That's kind of sad. Let those little devils go back to the sea if they want to. Right? Most legend, uh, most leprechaun legends can be traced back to the 8th century tales of water spirits, which is known as Lacorphon, which okay. means small body. It mm-hmm. is said that these spirits merged with household fairies and developed a penchant for heavy drinking, so no cellar was safe. Damn. A quarter break. That like we will drink all of your booze. Everybody. This is why we drink on St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. Well, that's my assumption. I would never stated it, but I'm assuming. I mean, it makes sense to me. Let's, Uh, you know, drink all the booze. (laughs) According to other researchers, the term leprechaun actually comes from the Irish term Leith Borgon, which means (laughs) shoemaker. Okay. Legend also says that there are no female leprechauns and their huh. seemingly important origin only added to their magical and mysterious qualities. Hmm. However, medi- medieval Irish manuscripts, 12th century and to the 15th century, uh, believed to be associated with leprechauns, suggested that leprechauns were originally beginning 
that lived underwater and contrary to today's uh, deception and were weren't actually all male. Okay. So there's contradictory there. Yeah. So yeah. they're saying that they're they're all male, but then these transcripts from the seventeenth century are saying that they are that they were was, all male. Yeah, that there was male and female. Yeah. They're water dwellers that both were okay. male and female. I, that's still trippy that they were water dwellers to begin with, but Yeah. Everything that I have found has stated that leprechauns were water dwellers huh. they they're like fake creatures that were from the water That's and now we're stuck on land and pissed off <laughs> i mean you do what you gotta do i guess as warriors with voracious appetites and the female leprechauns were essentially engrossed with luring away human men for secret adventures okay all right Look at the, oh oh I see okay I yep. no idea if that's where our if our brains are going to the right places or if they're there's <laughs> wherever it's going I don't want to put it on air okay right? <laughs> these characteristics seem to continue continue at least until the aforementioned writings in 1604 and then another so then a really fun fact. Mm-hmm. Did you know leprechauns are actually protected species under the UE, uh, EU law? What? Wait. How? Uh, Carlington Ford, Car- Carl- Carling Ford's Celebro Foy Loop Trail is officially protected land for the 236 leprechauns that apparently live in Ireland. What? The f- how do they tag them? How do they <laughs> wait? Are you all over there tagging like leprechauns? I am confused, but I'm also very interested. So if, you know, our Ireland listeners, if you want to write in and let us know, like I'm I'm genuinely interested like on how you guys know that there's 236 leprechauns. A local lobbyist group, which contains Kevin Woods, a native of Curling Ford, managed to convince the EU that the area around should be protected and now is under European Habitants Directive. All right. So leprechauns are... Way to go, Captain Woods and Associates over there. They're over there making money moves and shit. Okay. Yep. They are now protected species. That's totally interesting. Like, I did not know that. Huh. That's like Switzerland. um, Their animal, their national animal is a unicorn. I believe it's Switzerland. Yes, it's Switzerland. Maybe Sweden. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's a unicorn. Yep. I mean, hey, that's cool, though. I, I can dig it. Well, as you make your rounds of parades and parties on the St. Patrick's Day, show your reverence for Irish culture. Enjoy a drink, but beware of ghosts. Listen to the listen for the cry of the banshee, and for God's sakes, show some respect for the leprechauns. They just <laughs> want to go back to the water. Oh, poor little babies. Poor little guys. But there it is. That's awesome. That is... Uh, some Irish mo- uh, mythical creatures. I yeah. like it. Folklore, mythical creatures, yeah. what you want to call it. But it, those were, they're, they're, there's actually a lot of mythical creatures and folklore based out in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Those are the two that I found the most interesting. 
Well, you always got to do a leprechaun for St. Patrick's Day. Of course. Always. Of course. But come on, Banshee. That's pretty badass. Have to do a Banshee. Yeah. I I learned a lot about the Banshee, so thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. I I fell in love with it. (laughs) Yes. Oh, man. I'm... When I did the research, I definitely was most mind blown mm-hmm. by the fact that leprechauns came from the sea. Yeah, that that seriously that that it was a a fact that I had I never knew. I mean, I haven't really looked up the lore of leprechauns. I mean, you, you know, I'm kind of mainstream, I guess. I think we but, all are pretty mainstream. Yeah. So to think that if anyone else knows this fact, I'm proud of you. Right. <laughs> But that's so cool. That is really mm-hmm. cool. But that's also terrifying that they come from the water, the ocean, like I said. Sea, whatever you want to call it. Whatever. It's, I don't want to go in it, okay, mm-hmm. ever. No, thank you. Especially now that I know that there's like little leprechauns swimming around in them. I think that probably not all of them <clears throat> came to land and there's probably more out there in the right? sea. Like a different tribe that just stayed behind. That's totally interesting. But... Mm. Yeah, now I wonder. Right? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Deep dive. <laughs> well, guys, that is our St. Patrick's Day bonus. Yes. Um, we hope you guys have a great St. Patrick's Day, and we hope you guys Be are safe. safe. Yes. Um, if you drink, you know, drink it. So we're safe and have Call someone. A friend. Yep. Have someone give you a ride home if you need it. Because we want you to stay listening to us, like, tell stories horribly in your ears because we both are like stuttering Stanleys at the end. <laughs> but you love us and you keep coming back. So and you know, if are. you uh, on St. Patrick's Day run into any of those leprechauns or banshees, you know, mm-hmm. send us your experience. Yep. Because we want to share it on our podcast. Yes. And speaking of that, we are working on a listener tale episode for you guys. Um, We definitely have some coming together. So we are excited to get that going. And if you have more, please send them in. Um, you can do so at beautyandcrime22 at gmail.com. And you can also follow us on um, Crime in the Dark on Instagram and Facebook. So, And then uh, check out our merch on Etsy. Yes, we got some really cute shit on there, you guys, to check it out. Um, I, in fact, I was wearing this sweats and sweatshirt of our Crime in the Dark stuff for like two days, I did not get out of it so i wore it this weekend so yeah it's been good it's been good but yeah we love you guys um we hope you keep listening we hope you uh give us some more recommendations and ideas for stuff we have a ton already lined up but we would love your input too yeah and yeah all right that's a bit creepy I'm getting down a lot. For shit, that's a good one.